Hey guys, welcome back to Handling It. I'm your host, Catherine, and as you know, I thought I had my life all figured out, and then I realized I actually didn't, but I'm handling it, and one of the best ways I've learned how to do that is to talk with others on how they're handling their own lives. Today we're talking diamonds. Well, specifically the Diamond Reserve, a fine jewelry store located in Denver, Colorado that specializes in engagement rings and loose diamonds and gems. The shop's owner and founder, Kaylee Testweed, will be joining us today to talk about the company and how she got involved in the diamond industry. After doing just a little research myself, I was instantly able to learn about how male-dominated the diamond industry is, so I was naturally really curious to hear how Kaylee decided to break into the industry and start a business of her own. I'm really excited for you all to hear Kaylee's story and learn about the Diamond Reserve, so turn up the volume, get comfortable, and I hope you enjoy. I'm super excited to welcome today's guest, Kaylee Testweed of the Diamond Reserve. She's the owner and founder of the Jewelry and Diamond Broker in Denver, Colorado. So Kaylee, thanks so much for coming on and chatting with us today. Yeah, thanks for having me, Catherine. Of course. Now, I had worked at a jewelry store myself way back when I was in high school, so I have a little bit of knowledge about jewelry. But when it comes to the industry, and especially the diamond industry, I have no idea what really goes on. And that's where I think I need some teaching. So if you will discuss what the Diamond Reserve is and what its mission is. Yeah, so the Diamond Reserve is a full-service private jewelry office. Um, located in Denver, Colorado. We mainly specialize in GIA certified diamonds and custom engagement rings, but we do um, make all other sorts of custom jewelry, including wedding bands, necklaces, bracelets, whatever someone's fine diamond jewelry or gemstone needs are. Great. So, I mean, if you will, what's the mission and what does the company strive to do in terms of your services? So when I first started the Diamond Reserve, my mission was to really educate our clients on diamond knowledge and give them a very transparent diamond education. And that mission has stuck with us um, over the years. So the mission at the Diamond Reserve today, although of course it has shifted slightly over the years, is first and foremost to provide each and every client with you know, all the knowledge they need to make an educated diamond purchase or jewelry purchase or gemstone purchase. And then I would say our other mission is to find the perfect diamond for our clients. We do not have a mission to just sell what we have. Each client is unique and every person is looking for something different. So we Mm -hmm. really strive to find each and every person that comes to our door exactly what they're looking for in regards to quality, budget, and just hopefully bring a dream piece of jewelry to life for them. Sure. And I I found on your website, one thing that I find really interesting is you guys provide an education aspect as well when purchasing a diamond. If you want to talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So when our clients come in for an engagement ring appointment, or maybe they're just looking for a loose diamond, who knows? Um, we, the first thing we do before we even show them diamonds is go over diamond education um, pretty thoroughly and, um, you know, dive in beyond the four C's because there's so much more that goes into purchasing a diamond than just those four C's. For example, let's say you're looking for a cushion cut diamond. Cushion cut diamonds come 
Some come in a very square shape. Some come in a very elongated shape. There's mm -hmm. a difference between a cushion modified and a cushion brilliant. So we really like to educate our clients and make sure, you know, they understand what they're looking for as well as we get a very clear understanding of what they're looking for. Right. Well, and that's the thing. I think jewelry in general, but especially diamonds are in an, like a big investment. So to know what you're really purchasing, I think that's very smart. <laughs> totally. It's interesting. You know, sometimes we have people come in and they're like, you know, you don't have to go over this. And, you know, the first thing I say, I say is, you know, we should really take the time to go over this because there's a lot of information on the internet and this is kind of just our compressed version. You know, you can take it or leave it, but I think it is important to understand because yes, buying a diamond is an investment and you want to know what you're buying is worth what you're buying it for. And I mean, that goes along with anything you purchase in this world, right? Sure, exactly. Well, and then how would you, so you describe the company, what would you say sets the Diamond Reserve apart from other jewelers, other diamond brokers? So what sets us apart is definitely the education piece. You know, people come in and they said, oh, I've been to five other places and no one told me any of this stuff. So that is first and foremost sets us apart. I would say the other thing that sets us apart is there are other jewelers set up like us, but we are appointment only. Um, we do accept walk-ins, but we, um, we ensure privacy for our clients. We think that buying an engagement ring or any piece of buying diamond gemstone jewelry is a very intimate purchase mm -hmm. and people deserve our full attention and privacy. Um, you know, I find it interesting going into a retailer and you say, oh, this is my budget. And there's someone standing right next to you, right? We like people to be able sure. to have that be private. Um, and then the other part I would say that makes us unique is it's um, from start to finish, it's white glove customer service. You know, you, there's only two people that are your main points of contact. You don't just hand it off to someone random anywhere in the process of making an engagement mm -hmm. ring. Um which I think is pretty unique and um, something our clients definitely value in their experience working with us. Yeah, I think that's really great. And I can tell already uh, the importance and the significance that you stress on this sort of event, because you want to totally. make sure you have that one-on-one -on -one time and, you know, to know who's providing you the service, who's taking care of your diamond and, and what you're purchasing. Yeah, exactly. And, Another thing I think also that makes us pretty unique is we manufacture all our jewelry here in Colorado. Um, all our contractors that work for us are local in Colorado, and it's very easy to outsource to, you know, New York, Los Angeles, um, but we really strive to, in every aspect of our business, support our local community, which I think is makes us pretty unique as well and something that people really love about us. Mm -hmm. Always support local, especially in a time like right now with COVID-19. And I think those relationships really, you know, prove true in a time like this. Mm -hmm. So I'm very interested to hear your background. Did you have any sort of, you know, knowledge of the jewelry industry prior to getting involved and starting your company? 
So I, a number of years ago, got, I was out in the job market. I had worked for a startup company and I had grown from an executive assistant role into a marketing role and really loved the marketing side of um, the business. And so I went out into the job market that the startup that I worked for, you know, dissolved and I found this position working for a gentleman who actually owned the brand, the Diamond Reserve at the time. And at that time, the Diamond Reserve was just a marketing company that generated leads, um, people looking for diamonds. And those leads were handed off to a jeweler for, you know, a percentage of the sale for the lead. And so I got hired to manage the brand, the Diamond Reserve. And that was my first experience working in the diamond jewelry business in any way. And Mm -hmm. so about six months into my employment with them, I started thinking, you know, I'd really like to buy this company. It has a lot of potential. And so I went to him and, you know, made the acquisition and purchased the marketing company. And really still at that point had very little knowledge of diamonds, jewelry, et cetera. And so I began working with someone that had been in the diamond business for a very long time. And that was where I really started learning about, you know, diamonds, jewelry, manufacturing, et cetera. I just had known from working for the marketing company, what I wanted to do differently. And that was the education side. And so I basically bought this company on a whim with an idea that I could create this experience that was super educational and super one-on-one. And about two years after gaining experience and knowledge, I founded my own buy-sell trade company and put the company all in one. So, you know, we would generate the lead and then, of course, fulfill it ourselves. That's incredible. And I mean, to do that all at such a young age. And, you know, when I come across stories of female founders, female entrepreneurs, I'm just so amazed and impressed by the work ethic that people have. And for you, did you have any motivation in, you know, what was your motivation in starting up this company? So I think honestly, my motivation was when I worked just marketing the brand, the Diamond Reserve. The leads were sent somewhere and I didn't really love the way the lead was handled. You know, it wasn't a super transparent buying experience. And I just didn't think per the dollar that people are spending, they were getting what they truly deserved, you know, uh, you know, from the experience Mm -hmm. to the education, et cetera. Um, So I just thought, you know, I really want to take this brand and turn it into you know, something more than just going to buy a diamond, a relationship, an educational experience. And then I just kind of went out and did it. It was pretty crazy. (laughs) That's awesome. I know I say it all the time. Like if you have something, a a drive, a fire inside of you, like a change that you want to make, go do it like a thousand percent. (laughs) I can't agree with that more. (laughs) So one of the things I really wanted to bring up was the film Uncut Gems, which I don't know if you have seen it. Have you seen it? So it's funny. A lot of people have told me recently, you've got to watch this, Kaylee. And I just, I haven't. <laughs> I, 
I'm so busy. I have very little time. I, I feel yeah. I watch TV. I have a one-year-old son. And so <laughs> I have to watch it. I've heard a lot about it. You, you really do. And it's on Netflix right now. So definitely check it out. But to just give a little background of it, it, you know, follows the story of a man played by Adam Sandler who is involved in the diamond industry. And one thing that I found really interesting about that, that even, you know, prior to learning about you and your story, watching this film, it was very clear to me that the diamond industry in New York, or as depicted in this film, had very powerful men in charge. And it was a very Mm -hmm. male-dominated sector. So I'm interested to hear, is that still true today? Yeah, I think that's very true. Um, Mostly in the diamond trade business, you do see men, um, you know, more so you see female jewelry designers, but a lot less um, female women that buy, sell, trade diamonds. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, and as well as typically, it's usually a generational thing. It's also very rare that you see someone break into the diamond industry that doesn't come from, you know, their family roots, which is pretty interesting, you know? Sure. And yeah, I I feel like it's, again, like a whole world I didn't really, I knew existed, but I didn't really know much about. So did this make it at all difficult for you when you were starting out in the industry? Yeah, it actually really did. You know, when I first got started, there were so many people who said, Kaylee, how are you going to do this? You have no family, no connections, no ties to the diamond business. And, um, you know, I think how I did it, you know, proved myself was I sold a lot of diamonds, right? And I produced leads Mm -hmm. and I fulfilled those leads. And then dealers, certain dealers started seeing I was doing that. And I was a real player in this game and, you know, started paying more attention to me. And as a female, you know, Females typically, if you look in the retails, are retailers for jewelry stores are usually the ones doing, you know, the highest sales, right? Right. And so I think like it was unique that not only did I own this and I was buy selling trading diamonds, but I was also fulfilling the leads myself, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you know the numbers were the were the proof, right? And then dealers started paying attention to us, and. Um, you know, that was where relationships got started with us working with different dealers around the country and in the world. Right, right. Well, and with that said, is there any sort of advice or message you would give to young females who might be very interested in emerging into this into this industry, into this business? Yeah, I mean, I would say if you're going to emerge into this business, um, it first off takes some cash. Mm -hmm. Um, you have to be able to buy goods from these people to pay attention to you. And my other piece of advice is pay your bills early and never late because the second you don't pay on time, they don't pay attention to you. Exactly. Yeah, I've heard that advice from a couple other business owners, actually, and I, I feel like that's really one to remember and to live by. Yeah, I mean, I have found, especially in the diamond and jewelry business, if you are loyal in a sense of paying your bills early or on time, people will pay a lot more attention to you. Mm-hmm. Sure. 
So, because it's actually kind of unique in this business to pay early or even on time. <laughs> yeah, I, I bet. Now, um, where can people find the site? Because I, I know you have a website and you have an actual boutique, but where can people find you? So most people find us through Google searching in Denver, you know, most of our business is local. Mm -hmm. Um, So most people find us um, on Google, you know, that was one of the reasons why I believed in this brand so much was because it had great organic power on Google. So if you Google diamonds, engagement rings, anything in Denver related to what we do, you know, we will be on the first page. Um, So that's how a lot of people find us. We also, you know, of course, do different marketing avenues. And then we have created what I consider a pretty good social media following and that on Instagram, especially. And that's just the diamond reserve. But, you know, people find us all different ways. And referrals is also one of our biggest avenues for people, you know, coming across us. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah, I, I feel like I hear that a lot from people. So um, one other thing I wanted to ask, the diamonds and the work you're creating, are there any new plans you have for the future? I I know it's a difficult time we're in right now, and it's hard to really plan, but I'm curious, do you have any new, new plans? Yeah, so we have actually some pretty exciting stuff um, coming to fruition um, that we're in the works of currently. Our, we have two offices in Denver. One is in Cherry Creek North and one is in downtown Denver. The one in downtown we opened this past September. And so Cherry Creek, our Cherry Creek office is, you know, been, was the first place we opened. So it's, it's very busy thriving. And so we are expanding that office um, and that construction for that will break in August, which we're super excited for, you know, and that is so we can meet with two private clients at the same time um, and manage pickups and drop-offs a little bit more easily and just improve Mm -hmm. the flow of our office. Um, And we're also in the works right now of designing our own jewelry line and that, and we're going full e-commerce and that is, launch date is kind of to be determined, but it's something we're working diligently on. So that's, I think, pretty exciting and will, you know, maybe help us expand our brand beyond Denver in Colorado. Great. That sounds amazing. Well, I wish you all the best with that. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> well, Kaylee, this was so great. Thank you so much for coming on and talking with us. But before you go, I have one more question since this is handling it and Everybody is handling their own life's ups and downs in their own way. I like to ask our guests, what's a piece of advice that they use to handle their lives? So Kaylee, is there a moment, a piece of advice that, or a a life lesson even throughout this whole journey that you've learned? Yeah. um, In, you know, doing this whole endeavor of owning my own business and, you know, taking a lot of risks, I would say one of the best ways to handle it is relying on, you know, the people around you. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to talk about problems you're having or even share happy moments in your life. Because if you don't, can't rely on the people around you, what is it that you have? So, you know, I Mm -hmm. rely a lot on my family and I rely a lot on the people who work for me and, you know, just being loyal to those people. 
Right. That's the one thing I say is always be a helping hand for somebody and do the same thing right back because, you know, it's all about getting, getting, getting places you really need people to, to help you along the way. So it's important, like you said, be very trusting in others and, and give that same trust back. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I, I would not be where I am today if it wasn't for, you know, the people around me that I work with and that are my family and my friends, you know? Sure. Well, Kaylee, thank you again so much for coming on. And yeah, I loved hearing your story. And I'll definitely leave uh, social media descriptions below in the episode description so people can check out more on the Diamond Reserve. Yeah, I appreciate your time so much. It was really fun chatting with you, and thanks for hearing about us. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed hearing from Kaylee and learning about the jewelry and diamond industry and how she started the Diamond Reserve. Prior to my conversation with Kaylee, I honestly felt like I knew enough about the jewelry industry, but I really didn't realize how much I needed to learn about it. Purchasing a diamond is such an investment, so I think it's great that the Diamond Reserve understands that and puts emphasis on making sure the customer is properly educated and attended the whole way through the process. Definitely check out Kaylee and the Diamond Reserve's website and social media handles that I've listed in the episode description, and you can learn a ton more about the company and hopefully check out some of their items. So thanks, Kaylee, so much for coming on, and thank you guys so much for listening. And as always, let me know what you thought of the episode. You can reach us on Instagram at Handling It Podcast, and feel free to send us a message and let us hear your thoughts and suggestions. We'll see you next week with a brand new episode, but until then, keep staying safe with everything going on in the world right now and keep handling it. I'll talk to you soon.